It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Tim McMaster here with the Rays podcast, joined by Neil Salons, pre- and post-game radio host for the Rays. Starting off here, Neil, just want to thank you for taking some time for us this week on the podcast. Not a problem. Usually I'm on the other end of things uh, with the Rays pre- and post-game show, so it's nice to be on with you. Yeah, now you get to break things down from the analyst's point of view. So what we're going to do this week as we get into to mid-January here and, and the news is kind of trickling out across baseball as far as the hot stove goes, is we're going to look ahead to the 2016 season, go with some bold predictions. So I'm going to fire out some bold predictions. You tell me if you think something that is going to happen, isn't going to happen, and then you know, let me know why or why not. So the first bold prediction I have for the Rays in 2016 is that Evan Longoria will hit 30 home runs. You know, I, I'd like to say uh, that he will. Um, I would say the last couple of years, um, you know, have, have shown that, you know, his, his home run production is down and he hasn't hit. If he had hit 40 doubles last year, I would say yes. I think he's going to be over 20. Um, but I think 30, based on the ballpark he plays in, in 81 games, um, is going to be challenging. Um, uh, that said, I do think some of the guys around him are going to be a bit better. Yeah, in 2013, Longoria really exploded for 39. But when you look at his career as a whole, that's kind of the not the norm. Um, so we will see. I kind of agree, but I like the bold prediction that, that he'll do it. And the Rays would certainly use that power production. All right, we're going to move to the pitching side here. I have Chris Archer will win 15 games. I think that one, I don't know if that's, I don't even know if I'd say that's bold. You know, I think, I think that's reasonable. Um, you know, I, I think for Archer to win 15 games, you know, he was sub 500 last year with a lot of bad luck. And a lot of times, you know, your one loss rate is determined by the day you pitch on and who you're pitching against. You know, if he puts up similar numbers um, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the runners allowed on base and, and puts up the kind of strikeout numbers and the strikeout-to-walk ratio he did last year, um, I think he could easily win 15 games. I th- you know, I think he could win much higher than that. If Again, if, if all things work out and the Rays score runs on the day he pitches. Yeah, he's a huge example of the whole wins don't tell the story in baseball because he was so good in 2015 and the record just didn't match that. Here's another spinoff for Chris Archer, though. How about this bold prediction? Chris Archer will cut his hair. Uh, I'll go against that one. Um, I, I, I don't think he's going to cut his hair anytime soon. I mean, he's gone from seven one eighths to seven and five eighths on the uh, on the calf size. Uh, I think to me the one the thing I love about Chris is that it really defines his personality. And you know, in this race clubhouse, the players have a chance to do that. Um, you know, I think they show tremendous respect for the game, but they're allowed to be individuals. Um, and Chris is an individual that I think everyone on that club respects, um, not only because he's true to himself, um, but because of the work that he puts in on the field. He's, he has fun off of it, 
but when it's go time, he's you know very serious about his craft. All right, staying with the pitching theme, I have a bold prediction of Alex Cobb will start 20 games. Ooh, I think he would be very happy to hear that. Um, you know, I've talked to Alex on a couple of occasions, and I think that, you know, he's, I think more reasonably would be he would come back sometime in August. Um, and if you're looking at August, September, you're probably more in that 10 to 12 range if everything worked out okay. Um, so I would think that that would be very, very bold, especially based on his timeline. This week actually started throwing or playing catch from 90 feet. Um, so I think he's still on an early August time frame in terms of return. So that might be a little bit too bold. Uh, although, again, he would be happy and the race would be happy if that happened. Yeah, you'd think he'd have to be back by June probably to reach 20. And considering the amount of starting pitching depth that the Rays have, certainly no reason to rush him. So I agree. It'd be tough for him to get to 20. But, man, what an accomplishment that would be if he could do it. All right, let's get back to the lineup. But we're going to stay with that theme of of number of games played. Desmond Jennings will play 100 games. That would be huge for this team, um, I think. You know, and the question is, is how his knee is going to be. You know, there, there was a lot of talk last year that you know his um, that, that he had a tooth infection, and that actually might have been the cause of his inability to come back from this knee infection. That it, you know, uh, so I, I think there's hope that if he can be, if he can get on the field for 100 games, I think it's a huge boost because he brings multiple dimensions in which he can beat you if he is healthy. Um, and that's that's an if because the last couple seasons that's been a major issue. I mean, he can beat you with defense in left field, his ability to track down a baseball, his ability not only to steal a base but to take the extra base on a base hit. Um, and then beyond that, you know, for um, a guy who's normally hit near the top of the order, uh, he has a lot more power than people realize. All right, moving on with our bold predictions for the 2016 Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, staying with the offense, a Rays player will hit 300. And I'm throwing this out there because it's hard to believe, but nobody on the Rays team hit 300 in 2015. Well, you know, you go through the roster and, and, and also how difficult I think it is to hit in today's day and age. And I think hitting 300 is challenging, um, you know, because teams, especially in the American League East, you know, the East teams shift and use a lot more advanced data than any club. And I think for that reason, um, it, and, and the fact that they pay so much attention to advanced scouting reports, um, that I think it's harder and harder to put up those kinds of numbers. You know, I think more realistic is to have, you know, maybe multiple guys that are, you know, in that 370 on base percentage, because that means they're accepting their walks. Um, and they're hitting for an average, and they're, and they're you know getting hits in the right spots at the right time. But to hit 300, um, you know, I, I, it's possible. Um, but I would look at the the roster in today's day and age. I really think that almost 280 is what 300 used to be. Yeah, and you don't really need a guy to be hitting 300 in this day and age. And you mentioned 280, and the club MVP a year ago, Logan Forsythe, who we're going to talk to a little bit later, uh, talk about. A little bit later in the podcast, led the team at 281 last year. So that's right in that realm where you'd like to see guys. All right, I have one more big picture, <laughs> bold prediction for 2016, Neil. The Rays will win 90 games. I think if their pitching staff is healthy, um, I think that can happen. Um, I do. 
um, because I do think, and, and their position players, I mean, look, they were hit by probably, and it's not an excuse, but realistically, in the years where the Rays have had success and gone to the postseason, other than 2008, if you look at 10, 11, and 13, most of those years they were extremely healthy, especially in the starting pitching staff. Um, and you take a look at what happened last year, you know, you really got one good month out of Matt Moore, 12 starts out of Drew Smiley, and no starts out of Alex Cobb. And, you know, if the, the majority of your rotation means that you're using six, uh, maybe seven starting pitchers for the bulk of the year, and they're the guys you want to use at the times you want to use them, um, I think it begins there. And I think there is a strong belief um, that things, you know, especially as balanced as the division is, and as tough as that division is, um, that you can be at the top of that division if you get to 90. So I think that's reasonable, again, assuming health. Yeah, absolutely, and you're certainly right in and very much alive in that wild card, if not for the division itself. All right, so those are my bold predictions, but you're around this team day after day down there in Tampa Bay. So do you have any bold predictions that, that you'd like to throw out, one or two? I'll, I'll give a couple that I think are all tied to the offensive side. You know, you mentioned Evan Longoria and hitting 30 homers. I think it's reasonable to believe that the Rays could have 320 home run hitters on their roster. Um, and they were in the middle of the pack in the American League in home runs last year. I think Evan can hit 20. You know, Logan Forsythe, who you mentioned, had 17 a year ago. So I don't think it's that big a jump. And I think when the Rays acquired Steven Souza Jr., who did have a couple of DL stints last year, I think, you know, his raw power, and he did have double digits last year, is a guy who could hit 20-plus home runs a season without question. So I think that would be one. Um, and then another to me is Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, and I think... Um, he stole 18 bases last year with just under a 300 on base percentage. And, you know, I chatted with him last week, and I think he, he knows it's a priority that he wants to be able to improve his offensive game. So I think for him to steal 30 bases and not double it, but, you know, be more of an impact on the bases on a regular basis, maybe not as much as he is defensively, uh, I think would probably be another bold prediction and would, I think, impact this team a lot next year. Yeah, that's great stuff. Good, bold predictions. Uh, one more topic I wanted to cover is, obviously, uh, the Rays have reached deals with a lot of players as far as before arbitration goes. I know they're a file-and-trial team, but they reached a two-year agreement with Logan Forsythe, who've, who we've discussed a little bit. He won the Don Zimmer Award last year, team MVP. I just wanted to get your thoughts on how valuable this guy is to the Rays because I feel like baseball fans outside of Tampa Bay – don't realize how good Logan Forsyth was in 2015. I don't think they do either. Um, and, you know, one thing that I did include in a full prediction is that, you know, you were doing it for 2016, but, you know, this is two years plus an option year for a third um, for the 2018 season. And I think it would be reasonable to believe in those three years, um, if he's with the Rays for all three, that he could win a Gold Glove Award. You know, you look at a lot of the advanced numbers and in defensive runs saved, he was right up there with Ian Kinsler as one of the best second basemen, not only in the American League, but in all of baseball. Um, he's a terrific defender with a very strong throwing arm. Um, you know, he's a grinder. He works his tail off. He's extremely well-respected in that clubhouse. Um, and I think the kind of numbers that he put up last year, he truly earned them. Um, and I think he earned the respect of his teammates as a guy who gets after it. And, you know, there are certain guys who you'll see over, through Major League Baseball. Um, there are some guys who don't post up every day. And Logan Forsythe is a guy, regardless of how he's feeling, regardless of how much time he needs in the training room, that he's ready to play every single day. 
um, and he gives you every ounce that he has over the course of a season. And I think the guys in that clubhouse respect that a great deal. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people are thrilled. I mean, what a way to celebrate your birthday, uh, to get um, his first multi-year contract as a major league player. All right, that is going to do it for our MLB.com Extras Rays podcast. Neil Salons, thanks for stepping in and pinch hitting today. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.